Welcome to Punk Goes Pod. I can't even remember what fucking episode this is. Episode 19. Episode 19. The internet's only podcast that discusses Fearless Records' Punk Goes Ellipses series in great detail. I'm going to be mad if someone else does this. Uh, I don't know. We've got, um... I don't think we've name-checked them yet. We've got the Punk Goes Twitter account following us on Twitter, so... That's true. I feel like we got in first. We're, We're good. So, before we begin, a bit of a content warning. So, if there are any parents out there who have young, impressionable children that might be within the vicinity, we advise you to shoo them out or turn this off and listen to it at your leisure. What are you doing letting your kids listen to Punk Goes Pod? The right thing. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, So, you will understand why, because we don't want to... Break anyone's worldview, essentially. <laughs> so, yeah, just a warning. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. And Because you can get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm telling you why. We have a very special guest this week. We have Santa Claus himself, a.k.a. Jason Morrison. Hello. Hello, Jason. Pleasure to be on the pod. Oh. Oh, pleasure to have you on the pod. Well, we- pleasure to have you in my house. Yeah. And on the pod. This is this is a couple of firsts. This is our first Friday night recording. This is our first excursion. Yes. And this is the first time you've been on the pod. Great hat trick. The podcast yeah. is surprisingly portable, which yeah. I, I quite like. I like that idea that we could just go on the road and interview people. Not that we'll ever fucking will. But... Play some <laughs> Willie Nelson. Pardon? Play some Willie Nelson. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, our ba- our whole podcast career fits into your backpack, which is kind of adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, aka Santa. Again, thank you so so much for having us. We are currently curled up in your living room as we speak. We've just had a very delicious lasagna for dinner. Splendid. Courtesy of you and your lovely partner Lisa, who's here in the background. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Special comments from Lisa. Yes. Yep. She'll be the peanut stand for this one. She'll keep us in check. So, fucking Santa, like, this is huge, man. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself for not sitting on his lap right now as we do this. Oh, yeah. Actually, shit, before we start, this week we are looking at the song Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, uh, originally by Judy Garland, as covered by Being as an Ocean. From Punk Goes Christmas, the deluxe edition. That's it. Yeah, the special songs. Yeah, we're feeling a bit luxe this week. Yeah. So, Jason, tell us about yourself in as many or as few words as you are comfortable. Uh, I'm a man of a lot of words, so I'll keep it brief. Excellent. So that we can... uh... Get Krispy Kreme donuts. I was about to say, so we can make up to the donut (laughs) shop in due course. There's no secrets here. We we have... the, The curtains are wide open at Punk Goes Pod. Yeah. People are looking in all the time. Knowing that if we get this finished in time, we're going to go and get a yes. couple of donuts and a yes. shake. Yeah, I'm getting a shake. Oh my god! Shout out to uh, Fork and a Krispy Kreme or Campbellfield Krispy Kreme, depending on which side of the line it is. Mm. We're, uh, we're coming to you from the north side of the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. My name's Jason. I uh, this time of year, I am a Santa, uh, a shop, well, a shopping mall Santa. Yeah. Um, and it still for the most part, is very amusing the fact that I do that and the vast majority of people who I tell 
find it incredibly amusing and because it's not someone you meet as Santa yeah. every day. Yeah. And um, it's it's still a really fascinating job. Yeah. Every day. Uh, and so this is the second year I've done it. Excellent. And um, one of the great things about it is you get into the Christmas spirit right from the start of November. Yeah. So you would hit the ground running on like post Halloween, like yeah, before Halloween, because and- you you know it's coming, and you're like, right. We sat, Lisa and I sat down, uh, probably start of November, and worked out our Christmas shopping. I think we've almost done it all. Oh, oh my god, yeah, no, we're, not we're so behind. Yeah, and it's really easy because you, you you just have like it's Christmas coming up, and you're just in the zone all the time. Yeah, um, and you make use of you know the sales that are on at the moment, or yeah. you kind of just start looking out rather than leaving it to the last minute and panic buy, which is what... Oh, sorry, is, my life. Yeah. I like, just... I panic bought the cheese that we brought over today, and we got it on the way here. So. <laughs> I want to talk about, like, the idea of Halloween as well, because it was... I think it's hilarious that in Target, they were already shilling, like, Christmas gifts and Christmas... or Christmas decorations while they were still having Halloween stuff, because we're Australian, we don't celebrate it. Well, we do now. Well, like, we kind of do now, but it's like, slow, like every year yeah, creeping yeah, in yeah. a little I mean, more and more. Yeah, I made a jack o' lantern this year, and I was very proud of it. Uh, but just R.I.P. Gordo, uh, Gordon, Kyle, Kyle. You should have anyway. Continue. But I, I just thought it was funny. Like you have like Halloween decorations mixed in with Christmas decorations, and it was just kind of like this juxtaposition between two very different holidays. Yeah, and then yeah. in the states, you've got to throw in uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, which has just been as well. Yeah. So, like, personally, I'm glad it's just Christmas because you can get two months ramp up into Christmas and Halloween if you care for it or not. Like, yeah. you can just kind of have that as, like, a side. Yeah. But, you know, some people say it's too early for Christmas. I'm like, it's one of the most special times of the year. So, like, why not start thinking about it in November and just slowly, like, like a vaccine. So, you just got to... <laughs> not so you're vaccinated by the time, but you just get a little bit more every yeah. week. So by the time you're there, you're like, you don't, you never remember a time before Christmas. It's yeah. always yeah. been Christmas. And then you binge and then you have New Year's and then you're like, oh, I've got to go back to normal life again. And you yeah. kind of, yeah, what's the come down like? Um, we are jumping way ahead. So once we've answered this, I'm going to like take it back. Take it back steps. a notch. But continue. Well, I, as part of my non, this is kind of a good segue though, as part of my non-Santa yeah. job, um, I will go straight into working at a festival on the 27th. So I do a week flat out. So my come down is like half a day on Boxing Day. Watch a little bit of the cricket, get a little bit bored and start packing and then for the festival. And then it's almost time for bed. And so my come down doesn't happen until after New Year's and that week afterwards. Yeah. Um, And by that stage, you've kind of had other things in the middle and you kind of moving on to the next one which yeah so so far i haven't had a very bad santa come down as yet but yeah yeah it's it's all downhill from no it's (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's all downhill from here so gonna put a pin in this end of your santa career what got you into santa as a career option as a way of life because i also know that you used to do before you were mall Santa, you were nightclub Santa. Yeah. For basically like the Australian slash Melbourne version of Emo Night. Like, yeah, which existed for five to seven years before yeah. Emo Night. Like it's yes, it's been around for a long time. 
Um, basically, I'm six foot five and a hundred and whatever kilos, and my body shape is good for three things. Yeah. One's like a rugby player, which rugby league's a bit of a rubbish sport. I'm happy to go on the record. <laughs> rugby union's a whole other you thing. Here first, folks. Uh, a security guard, which I do on the side as well, and yep. a Santa. Like my body shape is just perfect for Amazing. those things, and per- and personality type as well. Uh, maybe four years ago, mm-hmm. um, I was asked to be a Santa at Bang. We're talking yes. about the yep. nightclub Santa, and that was fun. I think it was Christmas 2015. I think it might have been or 2016. Yeah. Yep, and. That was fun, you know, a bunch of free drinks and a little bit of cash and, yeah. you know, just get some photos. And I kind of dressed up. I think the first year I dressed up like a real bling Santa. I had a big gold chain yes. and I had Amazing. like, yeah, real bit gangster Santa. And then the next year I did more of a real bogan Santa. Yep. And then the year after, so it was 20, no, it was Christmas in July, the next one I did. And I was real black metal Santa yes, and had so... full, oh wow. um... Have you not seen the photos? No, I haven't seen Black Oh, Santa. I'll send the photos and you can you know, use them as, as content. Oh, sick. Yes, please. And um, then around that time uh, at my old house before here, there was a really overpriced average cafe that yeah. was closer and the good one was a little bit further. Yeah. And if I was lazy, which was most of the time, I'd go to the overpriced, <laughs> like a little bagel the size of a donut. I'm not even the size of a donut. It was tiny. It was like $12 for a bagel with... Some strawberry, whatever. So, yeah, screw that. Anyway, I'm in this cafe one. There's a lot of like suburban mums that would go there and craft and stuff. And yeah. I'll just go and get it. This one day, I just flick open the paper because it's the only time I read the paper waiting for a coffee. Yeah. And had this article about Santas. And I start oh, reading it and they were like, hey, we're really short on Santas this year. If you think that might be for you, send us an email. So, took a photo and went home and literally sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Like, when I got home, saying, hey, like, this is me. I've done Sandra a few times. Like, yep. um, Was this over the phone or just like... No, like, this is an email oh, I'm typing. That would have been so funny. <laughs> Why yeah. is it echoey? Why is it so echoey? Yeah. yeah, you know when someone calls, even if they're trying to be subtle, like, yeah. you know. Uh, there's been times where I'm on the phone to my mum, sorry, mum, and, like, I'm just hoping she doesn't hear me. Parents don't count. Yeah. Parents don't count. They've wiped your bum for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I've been on the phone to my brother while he's on the toilet as well. <laughs> Fam- immediate family is okay. <laughs> We're not on the same toilet together. <laughs> well, then one of you like will one be on the toilet on. and the other one would be the toilet. <laughs> now we're going down our whole other Yeah, no, no, no. Let's get out of that one. But uh, the, and, and then a day or two later, I got a phone call saying, yeah. you know, this is the scenario, blah, blah, blah. And then that would have been, I think it was like late August or start yeah. of September last year. And Santa training was late October. Mm-hmm. I walk into Santa training. It was like suburban Melbourne Blackburn or something in a, like a, a church hall. Yeah. And I wasn't there late, but there was a lot of Santas there before I was. And I walk in and there was maybe 10 or 15 guys in the room and four or five were in various stages of Santa costume. And I'm oh like... My God. Santa, like just the child in me came out and like Santa's and then I went for a second I'm like that's gonna be me and it was this was really Aww. like cute moment and you know the Santa's are all there and then it's something they get Santa's to do every year try to do every year because of you know any changes in 
procedure or yeah. uh, whatever. But uh, as someone who's half the age of most of the Santas, yeah. I don't feel like sitting through five hours of Santa training um, is necessarily what I need to spend my life doing. But yeah. it was yeah. great to do it the first time and learn all about Santa and the kind of ways to go about it. And uh, then I started at High Point last year. It was like the first weekend of November. Yes. Maybe the start of the second week. And did six days a week for two months, culminating in a um, 10 or 11 hour day on Christmas Eve, which was incredibly psycho. Yeah, Yeah. I can imagine. Um, And then... uh, Just to interject, if you come to our house, there is a picture of us. With you, yes, on our wall, and we did send it out as our Christmas card. Oh, <laughs> very yeah. wholesome content. That's and that's why my mum loves the story because I've told because she's a rabid blue supporter. Thought you were going to uh, say a rabid Santa? A, just a rabid. She's just got rabies. <laughs> yeah, she, she she does, but she also loves the blues. It's so <laughs> funny, actually. Going like a tangent, tangent, tangent. The last couple of days, I have seen, and I don't know if it's the thing where you see something where you're looking for, but I've seen so many people walking around. Northland, Northland this year, with like Carlton hats or Carlton shirts or Carlton merch. I had someone with a Carlton present for a friend of theirs. Aww. It's like so much, and yeah. I don't know if it's just me noticing Australian yeah. football. We're talking here, in case yeah. But yeah, anyway, your mum's a rad blue supporter. To go back a tangent, to go like yeah. Inception back a few. But yeah, levels. she's just like she loves like, and it was like, oh yeah, that's Jason. He's also a mad blue supporter. Yeah, <laughs> Jason. So like, I feel like she likes you already. And she's never met you. I'm now in. Your yeah. mum. I was gonna say your mum's origin story, but not quite your origin story. More yeah. like the, but like yeah. You're in the inner sanctum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm as Santa, not as Jason. Yeah. Well, well Santa, the ghost of the blues. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, you were Santa that went for Collingwood, you'd be dead. I I have a great story, and I think it is jumping a lot ahead, but All good. bringing up Collingwood. So last year, for those who don't follow Australian football, 2018 Grand Final, Collingwood played. Uh, the Eagles. West Coast Eagles, yeah. correct. Yes. And in the last couple of minutes, there was a incredible turnover and goal. And West Coast Eagles kicked the goal with a couple of minutes to spare. They put them up and incredible finish. The way you want a game to end if you're not the losing team. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> yeah. my losing team. <laughs> I had a I had a girl come to me. She was about six or seven, and she's sitting on Santa's lap, and oh. we're we're talking about all the things you do, which yes. we'll get into more later. And she. I said, ask her, what do you want for Christmas? And she said, whatever she wanted. And her dad was standing just off to the side with yeah. his friend. And her dad had a Collingwood hat on. And her his, her dad's friend had a Collingwood polo shirt on. Yeah. And they looked like Collingwood's, strong Collingwood supporters. <laughs> like, I know I'm generalizing, but... Make you, it that what you will. Yeah. Uh, and usually I'll ask the kids often, like, what, what does their parent, grandparent, whoever they're with want for Christmas, trying yeah. to make conversation. And and she's like, I don't know. And I turned to the little girl and said, do you think your dad wants the last five minutes of the <laughs> grand final back? And she looks at me and kind of goes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and to myself, I just felt like I ascended to heaven and like the light, <laughs> high-fiving myself. The little girl, I hope the little girl went off and told her dad and the dad like, I don't know. It's just... One of those things where you say exactly the right thing at the right time, the way you think it, and I felt so proud of myself. That's wonderful. But uh, that's a bit of a crossover football Santa Brilliant. tangent. But 
Uh, I grew up kind of supporting Collingwood, but I maintain now my sport is professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a better choice than Collingwood. So yes. anyway, this isn't a football podcast as very much as I could turn it into a football I, podcast. I do like every guest, like to be fair, we've only had the two, two. so far. But all two of our guests have used our tagline, this isn't an insert topic podcast. Because this podcast is just about fucking everything at this point. Yeah, anyway. It's, great. it's the best podcast that ever podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so Santa training, what were the key takeouts for Santa training? If it's not like industry, like IP that we're not allowed to know. No, what it's was the North Pole like. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was your seminar at the North Pole like? As I said, it, nice. it wasn't the North Pole. It was like Blackburn <laughs> Church of Christ, like function hall. Oh, cute! But um, am I right to put my feet up? On yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. You say as you put your feet up. On <laughs> that couch will be gone in a couple of weeks. I have a, a new secondhand one, so oh. it's fair game. Um, so the things that I took away from Santa training, other than the practical stuff, like this is how we need the Santa to look all the time. We want our Santas to be as uniform as possible. Yep. So. The boots, pants, the jacket, the belt, the white hair, the white beard, the glasses, the bell, the hat, um, the belly. And if you don't have any of those, then you have to Get supplement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's actually two... One of the things I took away, I didn't really think... It's not so much things I didn't know. It's things I didn't think about. And yeah. I think you'll fall... And people who are listening will fall into the same categories. Yeah. There's two... Uh, so there's four separate groups of Santas. Okay. Uh, the first one is real bellied Santas and fake bellied Santas. Yep. So Santas who have a gut, yeah. who look yeah. like a jolly old man, and ones who don't, who have to wear a nice. padded suit, which I can only, I'm not one of those Santas. I'm a real bellied Santa, which is much better because when the temperature gets to 30 degrees and you're sitting in a suit... Oh my under God. that plus then like a layer of singlet t-shirt clothes underneath that just to feel like it is hot hot oh my God. and then kids jumping on and off you like you know moving around whatever yeah so there's a real body and fake body and then there's a real beard and fake beard santas ah. and real beard santas get paid a little bit more because it is the real beard and they're more valuable ah. because some what? people go to places for a real beard santa are you Fucking kidding. No, I'm, I'm serious. And it's oh not even God. like... Not that there's animosity between the two because no, some people can't grow a good beard. Yep. Um, and then you get the, the subsection of that, like real hair and fake hair, Santa. But if you're right. old enough for a white beard, then you're usually fine enough for a white hair. Yeah. You know? um, so being relatively younger and a shaved head, yep. I wear a fake beard and a fake yep. wig. Um, which provides its own set of issues, but yeah. that's that's one of the things I learnt. And then there are some sanders that will dye their beard, and they'll start it in like July or August and bleach it over time so they can get it looking right. Oh my um, god! It's a lot of effort and potentially dangerous, burning your face. Yeah, I'm not paid enough to go through all of those. God no procedures, and but that bump up isn't enough to. It's not enough. It's not enough to do that. So would they get paid? Equivalent to natural white beard, or would yeah. still, okay. if it's a real beard on your face and you get paid more, so and you, regardless of if it's dyed white or it's yeah, if it's a uh, white beard on the job, mine like you know I've got a healthy sized beard, but it's obviously yeah, you're not dying. That. It's, it's not so, dying. No. There's a few white strands in there, and that's you'll you know, get there eventually. It's exactly. There's, there's no it. rush. There's no yeah, rush. Exactly. You'll get um, that pay raise one day. Oh, <laughs> the year that I do, you know, if I'm like half or two thirds, then I might. <laughs> 
died or even if it's close enough like if it's still yeah. a bit of brown speckled you can let it slide but i've had parents not specifically to me but to the the staff taking the photos been like oh is there a real bid santa here because we want to so get it crazy. i had no idea yeah this was a thing. and you see a lot of the promo photos that'll be taken for your westfields or whatever will be real beard santas yeah. and there are some really great high quality like there are some Santas that are like the cream of the crop because they wow. look right, personality right, like yeah. everything's like lines up right. It's almost like a professional sports person in the sense wow. that like there's only so much that you can actually do yourself and some of it is just genetics and the yeah. way yeah. that you just are. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things that I I learned was just about yeah. these different levels of Santa. Um, another thing that I learned was things... Not so much things you can and can't say to kids, but better ways to say to kids. Like, uh, probably you as well. I know I grew up and the thing was, if you're bad, you get coal. Now, you could argue that... That's not very energy... Well, it's not even so much that. But how many kids today have a concept of coal? I mean, Scott Morrison would love that coal. (laughs) Not related. No no, no name relation whatsoever. (laughs) But so many kids that are, even though there is constant conversations of coal and, and yeah. renewable and non-renewable energies, <laughs> as a kid, yeah. like, you're not building a fire, you know, in your lounge room. It's, 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 that's a, not something that everybody has. Coal is not a common thing, whereas back in the early part of the, yeah. you know, the 1900s, coal is an everyday staple. Hey, that keeps you warm. It so keeps you warm. what's the 21st century equivalent? The, the most common thing is rotten potatoes. Because, like, some parents will say potatoes, but I'm like, yeah, you can still use a potato. It's got to be rotten potatoes because, yeah. yep. you know, the moldy ones that sit under the sink for six months because you forget about them and then they grow stems. And usually kids are like, that's yeah. gross. I'm yeah. like, well, you better, you know, you better be a good big sister or big brother. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing. And I, I'm not a big fan of using a, like, nice list or naughty list. No. Yeah, no. Some Santas will, and usually it's a Santa a bit older, and, and I think it's fine because it's if you have a good bit of banter with it, that's okay. I tend to angle it more of, and this is some of the conversations we have in the Santa training of like, oh, particularly to the older child, say if it's like five, and then they've got like a three-year-old or a two-year-old who's too young to understand the concept, yeah, but knows there is a Santa, knows I'll be more like, make sure you're a good big sister because it's important to. You know, look after them. What good big yeah. sister or yeah. big brother things do you do? And really try and make it a little bit more practical yeah. for them rather than just going, you have to be good. What, like, I know as kids, it's black and, kids are generally more black and white than yeah. um, than adults. But even then, like, what's been good? Like, what's, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll try and make it really relatable. Like, oh, you know, what things do you do to be a good big sister or do you do to help mum? And like, I clean my room and I brush my Aww. teeth. And you're like... Okay, so you're kind of helping to give them something practical to, yeah. and, and a bit of encouragement. Like that's great. Like you're sort you, of humanizing them as well beyond just the don't be naughty. Like you're sort of helping them to sort of, I imagine at least, like you're helping them to understand like their actions have an yeah. effect on the world. Like, yeah, because they are their own people as well. Yep. Yeah. Exactly, and so. Things like that, like how how you talk to the kids, um, how you talk to the people that they're with. Yeah. So you never know. And part of this is 
fine. And part of it is like the way, I don't like using this phrase because it makes me sound like I'm an old fucking jaded boomer, but, um, (laughs) but you don't know who the child is there with. No, You don't know if it's their cousin. You don't know if it's their friend. You don't know if it's, you know, you might think it could, you don't know if it's mum, auntie, grandma, friend, carer, mum and mum, dad and dad, you don't know. So I really try and I'll ask the kid like, oh, so who are you with today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was to do my whole spiel. So that's something I wasn't aware of is, you know, cause I could say, oh, mum. And they're like, well, no, I'm actually yeah. carer or I'm actually like auntie or grandma. Sometimes if you say to a grandma, oh, your mum, and they get a little bit like, and <laughs> vice versa. If you think the mum's a grandma, it goes the other way. Yeah. So it's yeah. things like that in talking to children, um, who come to see you. Uh, another one is just the Santa story, the Santa narrative, making sure you've kind of got the general yeah. consensus because everyone's slightly different, but you just need the general consensus of like, okay, Santa's here. Yeah. How is Santa here? Well, he visits everyone. Oh, but you know, I saw Santa here. Well, that's Santa's helper. Santa sometimes has helpers uh-huh. and some kids are a bit old and go, I know you're Santa's helper for the real Santa. You go, yeah, but you need to make sure that your brother or sister, they still think I'm the real Santa. So you need to be help the real Santa. And so you kind of <laughs> figure, you're doing a lot of lying to kids, but yeah. you need to figure out the level that they're at. Yeah. And the general narrative and being like, okay, so where is your sleigh? Oh, it's parked underneath because it's very hot outside and I've got a special little stable underneath the shopping center. So that way the kids can't hunt for it. Because if you tell them it's on top of the shopping center, they'll try and run out the front <laughs> and try and see if it's on the roof. <laughs> All these things. And like yeah. kids' brains are wild. So you've kind of got to be one step yeah. ahead. Um, things like uh, Elf on the Shelf is so great. I don't know how familiar um, you are with Elf on the Shelf. It gives me the shits, but please no, change my mind. It's, like, I'm happy to because if, if, if a mum comes in and is like, oh, don't tell, tell Santa that where your elf was. I said, like, oh, what's your elf's name? I'm getting my whole Santa spiel. Um and so I can then use that to say, okay, where has the elf been? Was it been naughty? Has it been good? And usually the elf on the shelves are naughty. Their parents will put them in like cereal boxes or in sleeping bags yeah. or like a bit cheeky. So I'll often just throw the parents under the bus and say, oh, do you know what your elf does when it's not coming to visit you? And they're like, what? Like, what? <laughs> the kids are just losing their mind. Then I'll make up something like, you know, works in the garden and helps flowers or works in the bakery or will like, helps paint things. I'll just pick, I'll try and read the parents and read the kids and yeah. see what might be a, I said like works in the garden one day and mum was like, wow, cause we're really on a farm. And I was like, I nailed that one. Like nice. things like that. Like, so often, but the biggest one I think is really under no, learning some of the crazy, both positive and negative, crazy things that kids might say, to you yeah. and hearing all these Santas and some who had been doing it for years and years and years and some yeah. who had been only a couple of years, but hearing everyone's stories and not always positive stories yeah. about things that kids will say to you once. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of don't think of that. So, no. uh, you think it's gonna be, Oh, Santa. Great. You go, so the kid might go, uh, I've had like, what do you want for Christmas? And the kid's like, oh, I want my grandma to get better. Oh my God. And so you go, do I dig into that hole or do I just let it be and mm. say, basically kids, I can't make people better. I, and that's another thing. Yeah. I say, I say, I can't make people better. Uh, I can't bring people here who are far away. Yeah. Um, I can't give you money. I can't <laughs> give you real animals. 
because animals don't last on the sleigh. That's kind of a funny one. <laughs> and I can't, I can't, what's the other? Like, I can't, I'm not a superhero. Yeah. So I kind of say, I can't, I'll give you presents, I'll give you toys, yeah. I'll give yeah. you things. Um, so, you know, I had one kid say, this is where it starts getting real fucked. Yeah. One kid say, hey, so what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want mommy and daddy to stop fighting. Oh, no. And then, okay, so you take that, like, on surface value, you go, that's real heavy. But you kind of go, well, this kid's like three or four. Are mommy and daddy having just a stressful week this week? Yep. Is, like, some bills due and they're just, like, on each other? Maybe today dad said he would go and do something and he didn't and mum's really annoyed at him before they came to the shop, so maybe they've been fighting today. Maybe there is... Yeah. hopefully not but some domestic abuse in there that is yeah. an actual fighting maybe it's just a, a today thing and the question is do you delve into that because obviously there's an element of duty of care yeah I was just about to ask yeah but do you delve into that because you don't know and often the parents are standing there yeah do you delve into it mm. and get answers that you don't know yeah or do you kind of just go oh that's not very good you know sometimes we're fine, and, and Santa can't fix that, but you can try your best to help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the, I look at it, it's the age old thing of not asking questions you don't know the answers to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the, my little script that I've got is very specific. I can probably give you the answers to almost all the questions. Yeah. So that that way the kids are feeling very engaged with and very yeah. special, but I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with anything crazily unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. that I don't have to, if I'm meeting 200 kids in a day, yep. I'm not left with 30 kids who have got heavy shit going on. Yeah. I can vibe off the positive energy of a hundred of them and kind of not have to unpack things that, yep. you know, because it's, I'm only with them for two minutes on a busy day, yeah. maybe five minutes on a quiet day. And yep. I don't see my spot is I try to make them happy in that moment. And yeah. Like, anyway, yeah. I've, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you learn and, you know, there's ones I've heard of like, I want to bring, I want to bring my mummy back or, oh you know, I want daddy to have a new leg and as a daddy had a prosthetic leg and you're like, well, that's a little bit more tangible and not possible, but yeah. you can also say, well, he's already got a new leg. Yeah. He's got this or, yep. you know, um, you start hearing stories from Santas and there's some pretty heavy, both negative heavy stories and positive but sad heavy stories yeah. you know like yeah. one kid who came and Santa sat with him for like 20 minutes and oh. it turns out like a few weeks later the kid passed away oh. he was quite a sick not a young young child younger child Jesus. and um the mum came back and bought the Santa a bottle of something and like it's like like he was so he was so happy that day yeah. like he spent time with him and like you know made us happy and you know he passed away a couple of weeks later, but it was like so special that you could invest that time into him for that. And we want to bring you back a little gear. Like it was Aww. just, there's just those moments in it too, where yeah. it's sad, but it's also you're really brightening somebody's minute yeah. That's, of their life. Yeah. You can be a force for good. And it's like on the surface, it's just like, Oh, Hey, cool. Santa, let's get a photo. But you can sort of make or break a kid's day depending yeah. on what their situation is. Yeah. And it, Make or break parents' day. Yes, yeah. So pretty much all of November, it's quiet. So you can spend 15 minutes with a kid. Yeah. Like if they're engaged and they're talking and, you know, I've got a, a, a script, as I've mentioned, but then I've got 
jump off points where I can just let the kid talk or let the like, um, you know, get them to sing. So a great example is Frozen 2 was released yesterday <laughs> and no. our Santa set is directly below a cinema. So we had heaps of little girls dressed up in Elsa Aww. and Anna Gear come yep. through yesterday. And so you know if they're dressed up to go and see that, that they they know the song. So yes. like, oh, you see Frozen. Oh, what's your favourite part of the movie? Oh, this. Like, oh, do you know the songs from Frozen? And then you get this like four-year-old go, let it go, <laughs> let it go. And you're just like, that... <laughs> That makes me happy. And the parents look around like, what's she doing? Oh, singing Frozen again. Okay. Get it out of this. But the parents are standing over there and yeah, I haven't even talked about the baby, like the baby babies yet, but, um, what's it like having a baby baby? The best. Yeah. The best. If I could just have like under six months every single time, it would be the dream. But the only place really that you could do that would be at the children's hospital. Right. Yes. And a maternity ward, maybe. But like children's hospital, and you know that if children are at children's hospital, it's not always positive. So maybe I don't want to yeah. do Santa Ooh. there. I'll just stay where I am. Yeah. I think the youngest that I've had was about six or seven days last year. Oh my goodness! But the youngest I've heard of was three days. Wow. Um, one of my site managers this year used to do it in Canberra, and it was right next to a hospital, and basically um, a couple were discharged from hospital and pretty much walked straight across the street into the shopping centre. And they're the best. They just like sit here, Aww. sleep. They just like, it's, oh, it's so great. I feel a little bit clucky, yeah. but then you get the shit the kid next time and you kind of <laughs> yeah. like balances out. What's the, like, can you like describe the biggest bastard of a kid that you've had? Like just a nut, <laughs> or is this just going to like ruin the illusion? We do not have to answer this question. No, no, no. The, the kids are usually okay because I understand how kids thinking. Yes. And I've got really good at picking ages of kids. Yeah. Oh, cool. So like more often than not, I can do it within one month. Yeah. Holy shit. But like even closer more often than not. Yeah. Um, so if you're dealing with a kid that's up to about nine months, you know that they're going to just be like cuddle up to you. If they're a little bit tired or a little bit hungry, then they'll be tired or hungry babies. But yeah. They're just like, I'm a baby. I don't do shit. I just yeah. like act cute. I had a baby come through yes, uh, two days ago who looked like a Cabbage Patch doll and like the chubbiest cheeks. Aww. And you had a kid who came through today who had the biggest fucking head. Like real <laughs> cute, but just a fucking big head. And I'm like, you're sick. <laughs> Not sick as in bad sick, but like good sick. Um, and the... So I'll just put it in my arm and I'll sit there. I've got a fan. So you should put them on that side. Keep me cool and... You know, it's hot. Yeah. And more often than not, the parents go, huh, I'll just leave the kid here with you. I'll go and get a coffee. I'm like, that would be great. I would be totally fine with that. And, you know, I'll change pose in my arm there or maybe I'll like, like put them up close or I've got a fake Santa, not a fake Santa hat, but like a second Santa hat that I can put them in as a bit of a sleeping bag. I've got, I've got all the moves. Um, that's really cute. That's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like ticking your ovaries right over. You're like, look, n- not yours, but I look. I do not want kids, but I can appreciate. Yeah. When kids are really cute, like. Oh yeah. But yeah. yeah. But the amount of like doctors who have been like, oh, but you'll change your mind. I'm like, I fucking swear to God, I will not. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So up until about nine months, great. Yeah. From about. Nine months to about two years, they're just starting to realize 
mum and dad yes. and not mum and dad. So it wouldn't matter if it's Santa or if it's you yep. or anybody like, nah, this isn't mum. Oh, and no. but so they start kind of having that spatial awareness yep. and you go from about one and a half to about two and a half ish. And they start realizing that, okay, I, people who aren't mum and dad are okay, mm-hmm. but I can't see this person's face. And there's such a big beard, big hair. Like, this is, like, this is scary. I don't know who this is. And there is so often, you're like, stranger danger. Don't talk to people you don't know. Don't. And so Santa, like, goes against all of that. Yes. Because this is this big random dude who you can't see his face, who comes once a year and supposed to give you gifts, but you don't accept gifts from strangers. You don't don't talk to people you shouldn't. And basically, he breaks into your house as well. He breaks into your house. Eats your food. Eats your food. Drinks your beer. Drinks your no, dad. it doesn't drink the beer. That's drinks, the other thing. Because drinks your milk. Oh, no. Yeah, because you don't... I, my you don't line is... What, yeah. But some dads will say, I'll leave you a beer. I'm like, Sam, it's got to be double zero to drive the sleigh. And they're like, very good point. <laughs> um, That's very wholesome. I don't even want to talk about cookies and milk. I'm fucking sick of cookies and milk. What's your favorite cookie? Chocolate chip. All right, well, fucking leave me some... And I forget that I don't get those cookies. So I'm like, fucking chocolate chip cookies. All right, fine, another one. Can you get sick of chocolate chip cookies? Oh, look, I'll give you my whole spiel in a little bit. Yeah. We'll do it at the end. But, um, oh, fuck me, I'm just like PTSD hard right now. Can I just, I just want Post-traumatic wanna... Santa. But yeah, so, and then you go from like, sorry, it's like two and a half to three and a half. And they're kind of, they're then really shy and really yes. like, they, 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 they Get Santa. They might be so excited to visit Santa. They've seen the cartoons, but the the fucking best thing is they run around the corner. And I'm a real tall guy, so yeah. sitting down, I'm sort of look like a normal. But if I'm standing up in particular, they run around the corner. They see Santa. <laughs> they see Santa, and they stop, <laughs> and they just freeze. And you know those um those goats. That yes, the I've seen goats. a kid run around the corner freeze and fall over and it is so incredibly funny and like that's about and then you get to about three three and a half and they kind of all falls into place they know that santa's okay they know they get presents they know this that and the other and they'll run up and give you a big hug like there's exceptions but that's the general thing so i try and tell they don't teach that in like postnatal classes yeah. that your kid's going to get your first year photo unless your kid is, if your kid is born in like January yep. your kid's going to have a fine first photo yeah maybe grumpy isn't any like tired for him yeah. but like from like yeah. one to nearly four they're like oh it was fine last year yeah it's because it was six months old yeah oh it was grumpy it's always been grumpy yeah next year will be the year <laughs> and so I try and tell parents that but it's just just I should just include that into the curriculum of yeah. when you have yeah. a baby here's a flyer your kids are going to have... And don't force it. Yeah. Don't force the the photo. We have a little sign that says, I'm having a meltdown, so that like is great. Yeah. You're not going to get the smile. You're not going to get the smile. And look at the camera. And if you do, that's the win. Yeah. So um, then you get the kids over that age who are like, who are, who are pretty excited to see Santa or just like ask crazy questions or will like tug the beard a little bit. Yeah. And you get the ones who get a little bit suspicious. And then that's where you mess with their heads a bit and it's really fun. But it's the... More often than not, it's the grandparents in that scenario who are the worst. Oh. And some parents, but the grandparents, because they don't have the same connection to the kids. Like, they've got the grandparent one, so it's not like... They don't get so stoked that the kid is actually getting the photo. Yeah. They get the, oh, my grandkid's getting a photo, we want it right. It's like, no, you... Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, grandparents are worst. That's the whole point of the, the original question of 
shit kids. No, that's that amazing. I, I just want to interject and go back to the idea of assistant Santas being mall Santas, and I'm having this idea of Santa basically being Saddam Hussein, and and you guys are oh his boy, body, you guys are his body doubles. Oh my god. Yes, in case Santa- someone wants to assassinate Santa, and now I'm coming up with a script idea in my head. Because Santa is pretty much like living in a fancy castle, bouncing around, like has a lot of underlings. Yeah. With a coal. Like, is that being mined in the North Pole? Ooh, I didn't think it is. No, it's, it's definitely outsourced. Yeah. Okay. It's coming um, from somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, because Santa will just get the bags. You'd have a central. Oh, I love getting into this part when you're talking practical. There's definitely depots. Like, you definitely, if you're looking in the logistic sense, there's definitely depots for um, Sanders' toys pick up and drop off. Like, you haven't got yeah. elves building all the toys. You've oh, just got them coordinating Parcel things. facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I feel like we've done, like, 45 minutes and we've barely even touched the surface of the Santa stuff. We haven't even looked at the song. But, I know. Um, I'm happy to keep talking about Santa all day because it's just such a... I remember one year... I was so worried I wasn't getting presents that I kept like just badgering mum going, I know I'm getting cold. Just tell me I'm getting cold. Wow. And so my stocking arrives Christmas day and it's full of presents and I leave one. I didn't notice one and mum and dad are like, you forgot one. And I'm like, did I? They're like, yeah, you forgot one. So I go and and I open up and it's like, yeah, this little like wrapped up like bowl thing and I open it up and it's coal. That's so great. And they're just like, ha 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 ha. That is awful. But I, I got presents. Like I opened all yeah. my presents before I got to the coal. Like the coal was purposefully That's on the so bottom cool. to have a bit of a laugh. Like you were, you were being. Were you at an age and, where you knew that like, that's so mean. <laughs> it's only mean if that's all I you got. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I laughed though. I thought I it was would, funny. Okay. Like, yeah, and I, I kind of cry laughed like I was so happy that I got presents that I cried Aww. and then I was like yeah there was this coal and it was just like mum and dad were just like ha 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 oh my gosh isn't that the idea of having kids so you can fuck with them yeah no in all honesty the parents that have the better sense of humour make for better photos yeah because like you want your kids looking but they understand that if the kids in a in a state you're not going to get specifics or they'll do something funny or you know I one of the other things I love is watching really good parents yeah and you know the parent will kind of explain what's going on or sometimes the kid will just run up give you the massive hug and you'll kind of go through the, the spiel sit there take two photos and the parents like yep yeah, I'm happy with that and done and you don't even get to see the good kids often because they're just yeah in mm. and out yeah you're like oh I'm stuck with the shit ones who <laughs> I had one kid today who had like a, a shirt with a um, horse on it like a polo shirt but a polo oh, horse yeah. it was orange it was about the size of the palm of my hand and the way I was holding the kid at the time kind of had it covered and mum was like please don't cover the logo with your hand what? and I'm like okay I know what sort of a parent this is going to be and it was like she was already giving us evils because there was an issue with the computer and what? we have a fast pass so if you book in advance you can kind of you don't cut the line but there's a separate line yeah. and so we have one of those and then um, the kid was a little bit stroppy so I like to take some time and talk to it Yep. Talk to it, talk to the kid. <laughs> um, and just warm them up a bit. And then, you know, one had a Star Wars t-shirt on a couple of days ago. So I'm like, do you like Star Wars? Yeah. Who's your favorite Star Wars? Who's your favorite Star Wars? Who's your favorite Star You sound like my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really begin to lose the plot. But you're in character. Santa wouldn't know what a Star Wars is. No, Santa... I, in, my, in my Santa, <laughs> Santa knows all of that stuff. Okay. So, 
It's a cool Santa. Santino's sports. Yeah. Santino's like, um, Santino's had to do the Fortnite dances. Santino's like, <laughs> you know, because the kids are like, huh, Santino's. It's like, of course, Santino's. Santa's got to be up with yeah, all yeah, of the like, toys yeah. and all of the things. Adapt to the times, man. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, my favorite is. Uh, it wasn't Yoda. It was. Baby Yoda. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't Luke, and it wasn't in the main. No, it was Chewie was the favorite, and I was like, great. That's a good so you, st- you start talking to the kids about that, and then they warm up, and you go, oh, you've got a Spider Man. Oh, you got Paw Patrol. Who's your favorite Paw Patrol? Aww. There's Marshall, and there's Chase, there's Zuma, and you go, oh, um, PJ Masks. Who's your- oh, there's Catboy, and there's Aww. Gecko, and you kind of start going through that, and the kids will warm up to you, and and some parents don't get that. Yeah. Don't get that you're trying to like warm them up. So if you're friends with them, then bang, you get the photo. And yeah. So, uh, I lost the point again. I'm very so, good. So, um, at... what happened with Ralph Lauren Polo Mum? Oh she... yeah. Oh, the kid just didn't smile. Oh. And I was like, yeah, if I had a parent like you, I probably wouldn't be smiling as well. No. <laughs> like miserable. I ended up and oh, I told that's right. That's I told the mum off because I'm sitting like. When I do my Santa voice, it's very loud and booming. Yeah. And to the point of where I went to the bathroom today, came back, and there was this little brother and sister sitting on my seat. Yeah. And that's fine. Sometimes the staff will just let kids yeah. in, and, and I walk back around the corner, and I saw them, and the mum was just taking a few photos of them on the seat. I'm like, this yeah. is very cute. I walk in and he goes, who's sitting on my seat? And the little girl yes. jumped, and the both of them jumped so high and so far. <laughs> I felt so bad, but just the reaction was incredible. Like, it was priceless. And then she's just froze, like... And so I'll do that from a distance. And then when they're up close, I'll be like, oh, so what's your name? I'll be very soft and quiet and very un... Not unassuming, but very engaging, very welcoming, very... um, And then the further away you are, the louder Santa gets. So that he's this big character... When you get to them, he's like, he's actually really much more, because at the end of the day, I'm there to take photos. I'm not there to, and to keep the story going a little bit more. So if I can engage the kids and they feel like they've had a couple of minutes of being special and like they've heard or they just like, I got to see Santa and he was so lovely. And the parents think that Santa's lovely. It looks good for the company, which who cares about companies because... You know, I watched a lot of Rage Against Machine videos when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, fuck corporations. But, um, and it's very funny going from mostly self-employed to working for a company. It's like, why am I going to rock up five minutes early? Because I'm not even paid. Like, anyway, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here in the quiet times going, like, all of that stuff. But yeah. Um, also, you want them to believe a little bit longer so they yeah. come back next year and get a photo. Yeah. You want the parents to be able to, you want, you're helping the parents because if your kids believe a bit more, then the parents can keep it going a little bit more and they can enjoy yeah. the experience. Because once it gets to a certain age, you kind of lose kids and they're too cool. Yeah. And then it comes back around as like later teens when it becomes a bit of a novelty. Or well, when you're yeah. 28 and 29, 20, yeah, 27, 29. Yeah. And you go and visit <laughs> Santa. Yeah. And you get people who are like, you know, year 11, 12 age and they come and do it for fun and they'll they kind of, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want like, and they'll just kind of yeah. be silly and, and just be the kids. Yeah. That sit on Santa's knee or like get yeah. the photo like you guys did last year. And, yeah. Um, that's kind of fun. And then there's a whole other way to mess with their heads. Yeah. At that age. So. Exactly. 
Yeah. I could honestly listen to you talk shop, as it were, about Santa all night. This isn't a Christmas podcast yet. Yet. So, and we also want to get donuts, full disclosure. Yes. Before we move on to the song, can we do, like, at the risk of sounding a bit blue, a bit of Santa roleplay? <laughs> I said that just as oh, Jason oh, was taking oh. a sip of water. It, I, yeah. Now, do you want me to do my usual, um, inverted commas script that I would do, or, or do you want to do, like, a little bit of naughty? Or do you want to do both? What, how, what do you, what, what do you want me to do? Well, I think Sam would be a good kid to you could. If I'm going to be a kid, it's not going to be Naughty Santa. Okay, no. we can do funny, but like I'm not doing naughty as a kid. Well, no. I'll, I'll run through a few of my like catchphrases and sentences as Santa, and then we can do some naughty stuff. Excellent. Or we'll do whatever. Okay. So if I'm sitting there and there's no one in front of me, and you're sort of waving to people, it'll be like I'm going to move the microphone away. So get into. <laughs> I, I change the whole way I talk. I usually I talk higher like from my sinus, but I talk like right in my talk chest. Talk from your diaphragm. Diaphragm. And I, I sing it more than talk it because it's easier to remember the... It's easier to do lower and easier just to remember the lines of a song. Yeah. And so it's all very sing-songy because it's just easier that way than talking. Until you get up close then it's so be like, Hello there. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Can you do Santa, but can you do the uh, the the opening lines to Miss You by Blink-182? <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. Angel from my nightmare. Shadow on the background of the moor. Yes. Ho, 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 ho. You know, I, I as a, uh, I'm a five-year-old boy right about right. now. And oh, I, I'm I, saying in character. I used to be uh, quite terrified of you. Mm. Santa, but now I, I kind of can relate to you singing a song from you know a bunch of forty-year-old men. <laughs> what's uh my next sort of go? Hello, okay, hello there. Like, uh, you go. What's your name? Sammy boy. Hi, Sammy. How how old are you, Sammy? I already told you five. You Don't tell sass me. Santa, Jesus. <laughs> That'll throw me off because I'm like, hey, right now I've got to come back with the sassier. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I'll be, and I'll hold up my hand. I'm like, so this many? And you're like, if you're five. Yeah. You're like, five that many. And Sammy, what are you most excited about for Christmas? I love to eat myself silly. What's your favourite food? It's the the, the the leg of ham, Santa. Man. And who are you here with today? I'm here with my with my older girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I would really... We haven't done anything yet, but she lets me sit on the front seat. <laughs> oh my God. And I'd be like, uh, so what What are your favourite foods at Christmas? I like the pudding, the ham, and the gold coins. And do you help in the kitchen? Do you help cook those on Christmas? Yeah, I tell them how I like it cooked. <laughs> and then I'd probably like pivot because I kind of got to the end of... Because from there, it's like, well, how do you like it cooked? That's not really relevant question so I'll be like <laughs> and then I'm like why let it sit in the oven for about <laughs> <laughs> hi I'm Maddie Madison <laughs> and we're getting a good Christmas ham for the five year old <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
sorry, I'll give you a minute to get oh. back into Santa mode. It's very funny. We've joked about me doing some like Maddie Madison impersonation stuff. Oh my god! Uh, I've been watching a lot of them lately. Very good. Um, so usually at that point, I'd go. You're like, I like cooking. I like helping. Say you with mum. Say your mum's brought you in. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Much more appropriate. <laughs> I don't know where I'd go. But it's with less it. funny. Oh, I think at that point you'd probably alert security and just be like, oh. <laughs> it's funny sometimes when I ask, like, so who are you with? Or I'll say, are you mum? And they kind of look at me like, what, are you implying? They didn't say it, but like, are you implying that I've taken this child? <laughs> and you can read it in their face and you're like, no, 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 because it could be grandma or auntie or care. Like, and they go, oh, I get it now. It's not like a code orange, like I an amber like alert. At that point, I'd just double down and be like, yeah, I'm fucking curious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you go there, do you like, uh, you know, what's your most excited about Christmas? Mostly it's presents. Sometimes it's yep. food. Sometimes it's family. So you kind of then ask maybe a follow-up question like, you know, do you help in the kitchen? Yeah, I help, you know, set the table, whatever you said. And you'd be like, so you're here for a special photo with Santa today? And you'd be like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, okay, I'll get you to jump up here next to Santa. On the count of three, do a big jump, okay? And the kid jumps before you even say three. Well, hold on, on the count of three. One, two, three, jump. So as they jump, I can kind of pick them up and put them on my knee. It's Aww. nice and easy. And you can't see this, but I have actually jumped into jump. Jason's lap. <laughs> I would... <laughs> and then you, then I'll go, now we're going to get a special photo together. And you notice my voice is a lot quieter now when I'm yeah, at this yeah. point. It's not as booming and like... Yeah. Uh, we're going to get a special photo together. Can you show me your best practice smile? And then they'll do like a half-ass smile. And you go, do you have teeth in your mouth? And then they... Do exactly what Sam did and show the really awkward teeth. Go, okay, now we're going to look at my friend the elf. And on the count of three, we're going to do a nice big smile. And we're going to say cheese toasties. Oh. And they're kind of like, oh, cheese toasties. And I'm like, do you like cheese toasties? Not really. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing, Kitty? Everyone loves cheese yeah. toasties. Yeah. And Get then you'll go, yeah, then you'll kind of pick something You're else if they don't like cheese toasties. <laughs> or then you go to, and then you start the photo process from there. And you might say, Smelly socks, Nana's knickers is another good one. Ooh, Things to make crazy. them laugh in the moment, and then they kind of, after they've done that thing, then they've got this natural looking smile afterwards. And then after that, you'll go to, so, now I need to know, have you started your Christmas list? That's another, no, I haven't. Well, you know, there's only 25 sleeps until Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we might, we might do it tomorrow. Well, you can bring it back and we can read it together. Oh, Aww. you like that? Yeah, that's and that's sweet. When a kid brings a letter and you get to read it together, it's the oh, best. Oh, that's really cute. Um, the single best letter I've ever had last year was a girl who was like five. Mm-hmm. She comes up, gives me a little folded note. Can we read this together? Yeah. Little girls are the fucking best, like the cutest. Yeah. In the, in the dress with the bow on it and thing in the hair. She's like, it says, Dear Santa, I love you, so I wrote you this note. Aww. Love Ashley, I think her name oh was. Oh my gosh! And I'm just fucking bawling my eyes out because, like, <laughs> I'm sad. It's just, <laughs> and you know, I had a little girl like doing the little girl, the boys too, but like the little girls run up and give you a hug, and and it's like Santa, I love you, and you're like, what are you supposed to say? I'm a 34 year old <laughs> man in a suit. That's why you just do finger guns. <laughs> Fuck me. Finger gun Santa. Right back at you. Right back at you, toots. Like, it's, that doesn't, that, 
it took me a couple of weeks to get comfortable enough. And this is a whole other thing we didn't talk about before about as a as a a man of this age. And yeah. you know, some of the older guys who are retired and grandparents may not have the same um, reservations. Yeah, not yeah. in a negative way. They no, might just no, be like, no, "It's no. a kid. I'm a grandparent. Kids. Yeah, great." Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm very well aware of my age and the world, and like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it took me a while to actually ask, say, come on, kids, jump on Santa's knee. When kids want to, and kids want to give Santa a hug. Yeah. But it took me a week or two to kind of feel comfortable enough to ask that from kids. Yeah. But even then, when a little girl comes up to say, Santa, I love you, you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. Like, thank you? Kids don't do that to... Middle, you know. well, that, yeah, like take the Santa costume off and you're just some... Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go and get changed in five minutes and I'll walk past you and you won't know who I am. Yeah. But my brain will go, oh, that's a little girl who ran up and give you a hug. You can't talk to that kid now. No. But no. it takes... It, it, it's not. It's easier now that I've done it for a while, but like it it was hard. Yeah. Real hard. Imagine. I'm imagining just like the first week or so, it's just some really funny pictures of just you sitting down with like the kids standing next to you, not on your... <laughs> yeah, or sitting on the chair next to me or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now I don't mind so much, you know, I'm obviously still aware of where my hands sit in the photo. Like, yeah. you know, I'll often have a, a knuckle instead of a flat palm. Yeah. Um, particularly if my hand sits on the, the thigh of a kid. Like, yeah. even though that is basically the same, it just is like, okay, you can see that this is very intentional yeah. rather than just yeah. like groping up your kid. But it's, it's inevitable that you're going to be, you know, when you're picking up kids yeah. uh, over a certain age, like... And they're wriggling around. You get some fucking wrigglers who just do not want to be there. And so, yeah. yeah, And even parents, I've had a couple of situations where like a kid's, a parent's gone to grab a kid off me, not grab a kid off me, but like pick up a kid or drop a kid. And like, you've kind of had hands in places that wouldn't normally be allowed between people in that sort of context. So it's all like the lines are fucking blurred with Santa. It's no problems if, as a Santa, I walk up to someone and, like, touch them on the arm or pat them on the head or give them... Like, as Santa, I can fucking... As much physical affection as yeah. is reasonable, you know? But as soon as that suits off, it's like... Not that I walk around, like, groping up people or anything, but... You could employ the Keanu Reeves move. Have you the seen? You've seen the picture of Keanu no, Reeves? No, you can't... No, no, because but, like, the, the, the parent it, will see the photo and be like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> Like, it's not realistic. We had a parent last year oh, no. at the site uh, we were at. Oh, sorry, the, the site I'm at now last year. Yeah. Where there's like four reindeers. Yeah. Three of them have um, antlers. antlers. Sorry, five. Three have antlers and two don't. And they're perfect. They're at a spot where kids can pat them. They're soft. It's lovely. Yeah. Two, three of their heads move and one sings. Oh, And okay. talks, That's right? Terrifying. And supposedly it's the same voices. <laughs> The guy who did Spongebob and they paid a lot of money. Oh, Tom wow. Kenny. Yeah, yeah, supposedly. I don't know if it's true or not. Now I'm just picturing a reindeer going like... <laughs> <laughs> but this one mum said to the manager, Hey, these squirrels... We've got four squirrels too. Who oh, are sick. They're kid height. Kids amazing. will pat them, cuddle them. And more often than not, kids are more excited about the squirrels and uh, yeah. the things than actually seeing Santa. Particularly when they're not there for the photo. And one mum said... These squirrels aren't very lifelike. They're too big. And you're like, fuck you me, a- bitch. I'm Santa. I'm a 35-year-old fat dude in a suit. 
The whole idea is that you get on a wooden sleigh and go around the whole world in one night. In one fucking night. We've got animatronic... $10,000 animatronic reindeers voiced by Spongebob <laughs> and this fucking squirrel's three inches too tall that's and you've got a line, problem with that! That's the line you draw. I love that. That's is the, thing the that squirrels are just a bit too tall. That's where they can no longer suspend their disbelief. They're like, nah. Like, the whole illusion is gone. <laughs> I just... When I was told that, I was like, my goodness. <laughs> What was your response to that? I wasn't, I wasn't there. No, no. I was trying to figure, like, how the fuck would you respond to that as Santa? Like, there's special North Pole squirt. Like, I, the, the, the manager who was there was just dumbfounded because he's like, (laughs) do you understand the whole premise? The whole premise of this whole operation of all of our jobs is lying to kids. So you have an easier time. (laughs) So the kids will do what you want them to do. So we lie to them about this fat dude who, Fits down a fucking chimney. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Drinks all your dad's beer. Fucking drinks milk that's been left out on Christmas Eve oh. in 35 degree heat. Yeah. At 4 o'clock in the afternoon when the kid's gone to bed. Santa gets there at 3 in the morning and it's curdled as shit. Drinking more and more fucking chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Santa could not exist because of all this fucking shit he would have to deal with if he was real. At the same Sorry, my housemate's wondering what the hell's going on. I reckon this is a perfect point for us to stop transition. and get donuts. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Santa deserves a Santa donut. deserves a donut. There is one thing on to end this. I've got a massive booger popping out my nose from how worked up I've got. Same. I am um, the. So this this is making me laugh so much because. I've had some weird requests from kids for free. We haven't even talked about what kids ask for as presents, and I'll just touch on this real briefly. Can we get you on as Santa, like, for the next few years of the pod? I feel like it's going to be so much Santa. We have to do one where you are just Santa, like, yeah. you're not just Jason, staying in character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, these stories are so gold, and nobody knows about it because no one thinks about. No. And most Santas are old retired dudes who like do it because they they love kids and they want something extra to do on the side. So there's actually a Santa's Facebook group. There's like oh 200 Santas God. for the same company and it's a lot of like bad Santa memes and like cute Santa photos <laughs> oh and like no. a whole lot of boomer shit going on in there and I just yeah. kind of distance myself mostly but sometimes it's handy someone will post a question or some like it. I had I had a kid ask me for a PlayStation 5 the other day and I'm like kid it doesn't exist yet he's like yeah it does I'm like no it doesn't no. I, I had a, I had kids like ask, I had one kid ask for like a, a big list of expensive stuff and then I have kids who are, ask for a ball and you're like, I can walk Aww. to the shop there and get a ball. I just want a bouncy ball. I had a kid who had an apple who was eating an apple before. He's like, I want another apple. And you're like, fuck, all right. <laughs> the, the, the best, I had a girl two days ago, she was five, five yeah. or six. I want a metal detector, Santa. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do with the metal detector? <laughs> but I'm like, solid. It's a businesswoman. That's the best one I've heard, and this was last year, and I sat, this is when it's so it's quiet on set. There's no kids around. Myself and the manager are sitting there, just chatting. You're just swapping stories. All all the Sanders and stuff swap stories, and it's it's great. You hear some real. I haven't even told you the story about the Santa that died on the set one year, but no. I think you have told us that, but off mic. Off mic. I'm we'll save sure. this for. A, oh what? Okay. <laughs> but this this is the best. I, I'm sitting there, and he goes. A couple of years ago, we had a girl. Us and and you, Emma, you're from the country. I am Sam, from the country, you're yeah. not really from the country. Yeah. I'm from the the peninsula is not the country. That's the beach. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's not the country. The it's country the, you've it's got the to, wet country. It's, the it's not the country. country. It's, it's the country. To, to be the country, you've got to go past like Dandenong, Franks. You've got to go past like the inland. You've got you to have inland. those straight roads that go for a hundred kilometers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. fair enough. So this girl asked Santa, and this I I literally was laughing in my Santa voice for a solid five minutes <laughs> because everyone just sort of thought Santa's having a nice time. This, so this happened to you. This happened to Santa last year. Gotcha. This little girl requested a combine harvester. <laughs> what? It's like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar piece of farming machinery from a six year old who lived in the suburbs. Wasn't even a country kid. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, a fucking combine harvester. Like I, I, I didn't go to schoolies. I went and worked on my grandparents' farm for a week instead of going to schoolies yeah. because I wasn't really into partying or whatever yeah. at the time. Now, different story, but. I went to work on the farm and I was, you know, I'd drive a 16 and I was kind of driving a, a ute around a bit and I was driving a truck hay. And like, my uncle would be driving the harvester of the hay and it's a fucking huge, like, house size piece. This six year old little girl from fucking Mitchum wanted to. <laughs> you know what? This little six year old girl should have gotten that combine harvester. <laughs> I'm going to stand by that. She should have gotten that. Because the idea, the image of this six year old girl driving, driving a combine is harvester? the most hilarious oh thing in my mind. Right of the first. Yes. <laughs> it is the most hilarious thing in my mind right about now. Oh, it just it just doesn't... It doesn't Doing what fit. with it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even able to drive to school because there's one seat in it. There's, there's not, it's not like a dual cab thing. Jeez, I'm like, I laughed and laughed. But then you, get the, then you get the kids who are so super realistic. You go, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I want a car. Or I want to... And I go, do you want a real car or a toy car? Toy car? Do you want a fast car or normal speed car? Normal speed toy car. Aww. I'm like... I want a Ford Focus. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Hyundai Gets. 96 model. World Cup soccer 96 model. Or you go like, I want a, I want a baby. I'm like, do you want a real baby or a toy baby? And they're like, what the fuck are you asking me? That question's for Santa. Of course I want a toy baby. Like... <coughs> Oh, or yeah, or it's like I want a I want a bike. I'm like, what color bike? Pink bike, great. Uh, you know, do you want a super fast bike or a, I just want a normal slow bike? And they're looking at you like you're the idiot. <laughs> you're like, I mean, what do you always have to wear? A helmet, of course. Like, fuck, who are you? Like, you get looked at like you're the idiot when you're trying to just like ask these leading questions and yeah. trying to public service and back into it. Oh, it's just, it's so wild. And yeah. there are moments where you're like, you're sitting in a suit for nine hours and it fucking sucks. Yeah. But then you get a kid who'll be like, wants a combine harvester and it makes your day. <sighs> you'll just get a kid who'll stare at you and you're like, <laughs> and doesn't talk or can't talk. Are they like mean mugging or just like blank stare? They're just staring at you like, Aww. like, what am I supposed to say? I, don't, I can't talk to you. I've even learned a few bits of sign language, but that's not going to help because you're not deaf. You're just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Oh my goodness. That's probably the best place to stop. To to take a break. (laughs) Take a break. We'll be back after Donuts with some. We'll talk about the the song we came here for. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good morning. One donut with sprinkles. And. (gasps) Wait a minute. These are not sprinkles, sir. What do you mean? You've clearly taken items from the candy rack and placed them on top of the donut in an attempt to pass them off as sprinkles. Well, it was like that when I got here. It really was. A Mounds Bar is not a sprinkle. A Twizzler is not a sprinkle. A Jolly Rancher is not a sprinkle, sir. 
Perhaps in Shangri-La they are, but not here. So right. now that we've uh, taken a little time to get fed and watered, yes, we are we are returned. So this is going to be a quick and dirty. Oh my favorite! Oh, oh gross! <laughs> you started it. Come on. So yeah, this is going to be a quick and dirty edition of our actual song analysis this week. Because Santa has to be up in the morning. Exactly. Santa's got to get ready to make those kids smile. Got a busy Saturday at the shopping mall. (laughs) Yeah. Get those... Like some bad late 90s Canadian TV show. Amazing. So... That was a great show, by the way. What? Maybe there should be a podcast on Amazing featuring James Sherry. (laughs) Amazing the kids, like, game show? The game show. Yeah. Is that the one where they collected keys? And letters. Yeah. Keys and letters. Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to be on that so bad. Yep. There's always Brisbane schools that were on it. And I was like, Fuck eh. that. I was also homeschooled at that point. So there was no chance that my quote unquote school was going <laughs> to. No I chance. love the idea of like maybe your parents might have set up the, like, their own like home course for this for you. Knowing that you wanted to be on it. It would have been me, my brother and my sister. And I feel like. The getting us to work as a team in that environment at that age, probably no. not gonna. No bueno. No bueno. All right. So we discussed at the very beginning. We are looking at "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be. Next year all our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the yuletide gay Next year all our troubles will be mine Research once again. Can you give us some short, sharp facts about Judy Garland? Okay, so she was born Frances Ethel Gum with two M's. Yes. That's a very like gum. <laughs> Sounds very like from the south, the southern state. Frances Ethel Gum. Now remember, we are keeping this short. Uh, she was born 1922 to 1969. Here's a question. Yes. Yeah. Already changing the tangent now for saying I was going to get up early. Amazing. Which name do you think suits the actress better? Judy Garland or Frances Gump? Because if she is from the South... I don't know. Is she from the South? It just sounds very... No, actually, she's from... No, Grand Rapids, Minnesota, so no. So she's from She's from pretty much Canada, yeah. Yeah, she's basically Canadian. She's Canadian. I like the combination of Frances and Garland. Mm. I like the. That's a hot name. Yeah, yeah. Francis Garland, mm. Francis Ethel Garland. I like that. I don't like. I don't like the gum, and I don't like the Judy. 
Yeah. Sorry to your grandmother. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I was just looking You're... at her photo and, you know, was wondering. <laughs> I, I made these, these facts so short and sharp. I've just written The Wizard of Oz. I was about to say, your second dot point is particularly helpful. Just in italics, The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that just sets the context for everything else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Done. All right. All right. See you next time. Podcast week. is over. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, yes, we don't... Well, I mean... We know her as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. We do, yes. Basically. She she was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. She had five husbands. And then at some point, she mothered the brownish area with points, Liza Minnelli. Wait, what? I didn't understand that at all. Have you not seen Arrested Development? I have, but... So, Liza Minnelli is her daughter. Liza Minnelli. Yeah. Liza... Is that actually her daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so she changed her name too. Good chat. Yeah. Shit, actually, yeah. What would her... No, her father was something Manelli. Oh. Last, and that was her last husband. Did you know that mm. Julie Garland had more husbands than feet? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean... No, no. Okay. That happened at her third husband. She was, she was four foot eleven. Oh, you mean height? I yeah. Meant, like actual feet. <laughs> I thought that was a bit. I was like, ah, classic Jason. <laughs> I wish it was a bit because it would have been a very good bit, but I was looking at her height and going, she's four foot eleven. Four and she has 11. five husbands. <coughs> yeah, Vincente, Vincenti? You're the Italian, Lisa. Vincenti, Vincenti? Vinny? Vinny Minnelli. Anyway, I feel like that's a very depression era thing to be, you know, nothing over five foot. <laughs> yeah, everything in like packages that. <laughs> Serve out rations to the soldiers. I mean, that's not getting your, your three square meals a day. That's what happens to you. <laughs> we got out of it. Look, hey, it does say here on her wiki that like her physical and mental health suffered with her self-image. So we're like, you know, it's all related. I mean, she did die of an overdose at age 47. This episode's... <laughs> this is just... It's not so bad because the song itself is actually a really like... Depressing, sad song. It is. So, like, we're setting the tone Let's after just... all the joy of Santa. We're setting the tone from um, Judy Garland's. Like, isn't it funny though that we become depressed after we've eaten donuts and drinking milkshakes <laughs> as well? Like, what, what does that say about us? <laughs> I think it means like the weight of our decisions has finally caught up. Yeah, just, like, we got donuts and milkshakes at ten thirty at night, yeah. and we're just like, we just bought a dozen donuts. We're not the upsell. Our, we're all in our thirties, and just like, oh, no, you're not, but. I feel like I am. <laughs> <laughs> that was a decision made by a grown ass adult. When most people are out at whatever bar, smashing <laughs> shots and like making bad decisions with other people, we're smashing. We're, we're making bad decisions with smashing with, goies. With, We've drunk in a dairy heavy Krispy Kreme shake, and <laughs> we're making bad decisions with baked goods. <laughs> so talking about her financial instability and addiction to drugs and alcohol. Just throwing out the fucking dark stuff. So, the song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Written by Hugh Martin and Ralph Blaine, where it was performed by Garland for the 1944 musical Meet Me in St. Louis. Have not seen it. Me neither. However, there was an ounce of controversy when both Martin and Blaine claimed separate ownership for all the music and film, so... Yeah. I think they... I think... They both like wrote separate autobiographies where they were like, 
Oh no, I wrote it. No, I wrote the music. Imagine being so fucking fragile that like, you can't just be like, we worked on this together. Yeah. The end. Like, just. Oh. It's like, could you imagine if one day I turn around and go, "This is my project." Oh. <laughs> right. At right, that you point, can... I feel like I'd have to be like, "Fair." Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. But no, but it's not though. It's our project. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care that I do the notes. It's our project. Oh, just so much. Like, it, it, it wouldn't work with just me. No. That's Could you imagine that? It would be... It's a hellscape if it's just me talking into a microphone by myself. <laughs> it kind of is. I need you to wrangle me in, you know... Even on the car ride over here, like, I'd had a long day at work and I was feeling a bit just, like, a weird eating schedule for the day. Poor Sam's just like, do you need me to stop talking? I was just like, oh. But I That's... get it. I get it, though. Like, sometimes you just need quiet. Like, not you particularly, mm. but, like, people. We just... I have it. I have times where I'm just like, no, I need to stop. I need yeah. to just... But usually the times when I want to stop talking is when I've stopped. Like, when I need quiet is when I've stopped talking. Not so much when... <laughs> not so much when the other person needs quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... Garland's rendition of the song reached number 27 on the Billboard 100, which I just don't equate the Billboard 100 having existed in parallel to the song. So I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, it said the Billboard 100. I don't know if it meant like at some point later, like decades later, people got rediscovered. You know, people were like, oh yeah, this is a good song. Either way, that's pretty fucking impressive. Well, it's saying, like, I'm looking at something here that's, it's saying that it was, there was a chart's, Around then, mm. like it's, um, where is it exactly? Looking at the references, so I'm not making stuff up. But yeah, there was a, some a variation in the charts. Yeah. Um. From you know, from the 1900s onwards. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Cool. So, uh, what do we think of the song, the original? Well, when when I heard this version relatively recently I'm like okay I like Being as an Ocean their self-titled record I listen to a lot and really like their style really like their delivery I know we're kind of just jumping back and forth but it my their rendition suits the melancholiness of the song yes which I didn't realise was a melancholy song really until I went back and watched slash listened to the version from the film. Yes. And you're like, if the context is sad, the context yeah. is we don't know if we'll be together next Christmas. We don't know, like... And thinking about it, like, it was, what was it, 44? Yeah. We were still in the war. We were still, mm. like, World War Two. was they still They were, going. we would. Yeah, we weren't. No, we weren't. But World War Two was still going on, like... Yeah. I don't know necessarily what this movie's about, but I believe it's, like, going through seasons and... You know, all that sort of fun stuff. But yeah, like it could have been a case of like, we don't know what the future holds. It's it. And and there's lyrics that's like, that basically say exactly that. Like, where's the, where's the line here that, um, uh, original lines were like, have yourself a Merry Christmas. It may be your last. Yes. Faithful friends who are dear to us will be near to us no more. Like, that's. Awful. It's like yeah. it's like when you hear I don't know if you guys know this story, but it's one of my favourites. The song by Vanessa Amorosi Shine. Yeah. The original lyric 
as it was written, was die. So when you kind of listen to that song and like, um, look around you, everyone you see, everyone you know is gonna die. die. Oh and then she goes in the vocal acrobatics. And like, Mark Holden, I think was her manager at the time, was like, hey, hey, that's a little dark. Like, let's... That's real so dark. Shine. Shine. Which is a great pop song and you're like, motivational, uplifting, but it really just changes the whole dynamic of like... I kind of every- wish it was die, though. Well, Lines like you can bang your head or you can drown in a hole. Nothing you can lasts forever, forever. You can try. You can try. We we sang we you. sang that for our grade six graduation, and our teacher was adamant we could not say ass. Ass. You know, that, she, she's yeah. like sitting, you're sitting on your ass, ass and you want to run away. Yeah, why? yes. We had to do sitting why? all alone. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Where the, like, the, the lyrics originally like. Um, yeah, there's so like three versions of, we were saying it before there's three versions of the lyrics there's the original one which is like you have yourself a Merry Christmas it may be your last next year we may all be living in the past oh my god uh, no time like the olden days happy golden days of yore it's pretty similar um, but at least we will all be together if the Lord allows from now on we'll have to muddle through somehow so have yourself a Merry Little Christmas it's like alright well Fuck. tomorrow yeah. could be up shit creek <laughs> Let's just like enjoy right now. Yeah. yeah. But then the Judy Garland, they changed it because they said that it was going to be Judy Garland and her, her husband at the time. Like, it's a bit dark yeah. for that scene. It still needs to be that sad, be, but yeah. not that dark. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Um, so originally it wasn't make, make the Yuletide gay. Like that wasn't the original lyrics. Yeah. You know? um, but then there's a Frank Sinatra version, which kind of mixes the two a little bit. And um, yeah, variation of is this one as as a you know santa have you like do you hear this every day this song uh, not not, not her version but no the, the, the christmas carols are only just starting and it's not all day so okay, when i walked good. out of my change room today we have like a room downstairs literally today as i walked out was santa claus is coming to town so i felt real great this morning walking sick. out and yeah. it's like uh yeah santa claus and i was like yeah that's sick but as it gets a bit closer and they ramp it up and Mariah Carey's Christmas album gets on repeated, oh. um, now Ariana Grande's album gets high rotation as well, um, you kind of get some more of that stuff and these mittens mixed in. Sometimes I'll take a Bluetooth speaker onto the set and yep. play the carol. So, you know, or I'll just sing them. If a kid's like a little bit whatever, I'll just sing a Christmas carol or I'm on board, I'll sing a Christmas carol. So, yeah. Just real quick, do we have a favourite Christmas song? Oh, at the moment, by far, it's um, Mariah Carey's um, All I Want for Christmas. All I Want for Christmas. You. the best like I'm happy to fight anyone on that on that note my favourite Christmas cover is have you heard my Kim's cover of it make my wish come true baby all I want for Christmas is you wow. 
don't think so. Yeah, we will play it to you before we okay. let you go to sleep tonight. That can be I'll, I'll go to sleep with that in. My yeah. favourite is, I, I think it's, um, it could be a cover of like two people who are sound-alikes, but it's Tom Waits and Peter Murphy. I don't know who Peter Murphy is. He's from another band, but they do a song called Christmas Sucks. Oh, give me a noose I can hang from the tree. I need no excuse to end my misery. This holiday season is all the more reason to die. a really sort of like if you know Tom Waits it's his, it's like it's just very Tom Waits yeah. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a Tom Waits thing yeah it's um no Mariah Carey's Christmas album's still f- she makes enough she makes like nearly a million a year on royalties from that record Christ like it's so perfect my mum had a copy of it and just high rotation in the car yeah as a kid yeah so it's um it's very good but yeah like I'm really when I listen to this song we're back and listen to the original and then we're back to the being as an ocean version Version, particularly with the way it starts and with the um, I forget the singer's name I think his name is Chris from memory mm-hmm. he has really great he's actually British he's one of the he's oh like wow a, um, yeah. he didn't he's joined the band a little later and he has a great voice he's really talented so really sets a scene and with I think it's in a minor key as well so it really gives it that yeah. slightly sad tone yeah and then when Joel, the singer's voice, comes in and it's, it's screaming. It, it really kind of fits the genre really well. Yeah. But also, it's a sad song. It's not a song about, like, um, joy to the world. Or it's not a song like... No. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. It's like, hey, 
we might not be here this time next year. So we've got to like really enjoy yeah. this moment we're spending together, even though it might hurt the fact that we might be separated tomorrow or next week or in the next 12 months. Or, yeah. yeah. I just like that the, um, the being is an ocean version. It starts off like the further along it gets, it's not but like, it starts off like that could be played at the, the Christmas carols. Yeah. Like, carols by candlelight. It could start off like that. And then the drum beat comes in and it's like an irregular kind of pattern for the drums. And it's like, okay, it's a little bit less. And then of course, like the screaming. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. All right. Now we're. I kind of like it because it matches the lyrics of this particular yeah. version. Like, yeah. And the, the mood. Like, like, cause at first it is sort of that idea of like the facade of like, let your heart be light next year. All our troubles will be out of sight. It's like, oh, lovely. <coughs> then as the song sort of starts to disintegrate, like the drums get a bit more. Yeah out and then like the vocals start to get more like that's where it is that like yeah the facade falls and it's like someday soon we will all be together if the fates allow it's just like oh Jesus yeah. like it's like the 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 longer it gets the worse it no, I mean it's all <coughs> fantastic but like it just starts to get more you know frantic and yeah I'm like imagining just this like apocalyptic Christmas almost where it's just like fuck what's going on yeah, yeah, like Christmas isn't always just this really cheery, happy time. Well, I mean, here in Australia, we have some of the like the TAC ads. Yeah, the Chris, the TAC Christmas ads. Some of those were fucking traumatic. Like, they, it's I can't remember what what the what it amounts to the TAC. What that's a transport accident, accident commission. commission. Thank you. And and they just do these just incredibly graphic ads for like yeah, car crashes and just like. You know, these horrible accidents that they, you know, stylize, but like, and then they've got like, um, I think the one that um, comes to mind is the John Lennon Christmas song. Oh. While, you know, this horrible car crash is happening, it's like, mm. fuck me, that just, that's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Because this time of year, people are traveling a lot and they have the, the road tolls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that John Lennon song upsets me because, yeah, that's the first song I heard playing on Christmas night like i think after no yeah christmas night we just found out like essentially our surrogate grandma had died oh. and that's Oof. like every time i hear that song i'm just like just kills yeah so yeah. like i really like this version because like this version this song because it does capture that thing of like yeah christmas is a time to come together and celebrate yeah and like be together like, I'm not religious. For me, Christmas is... That's when I connect with my family unit over here. Mm. Because we're all scattered all over the place. And that's when the four of us can come together and just spend time. But yeah, it, I do like that this song and this cover... It does capture that sort of... What's the word? Melancholy yeah. to it. And they released an album that year, 2015. It's when the Punk, Punk Goes Christmas came out. Uh, call a self-titled album. Yeah, it's got a really amazing storyline to it. Oh wow! Um, they were on Warp Tour in 2015, the same year I did it, and I'd met them a couple of years before when I came here. And um, I think I was selling merch or I was doing something on a, on a show that they were here and and got to know them a little bit. Got to know Joel and um, the singer, and so I had a you know bit of chat to them. And but I was listening to their self-titled record while I was driving on Warp Tour. And it just kill even even when I've heard it again recently, it kills me. It's a, it's a narrative of a guy who was in a if I remember this narrative correctly, it was in a, a broken home whose domestic violence, 
but I think it starts off him in a uh, a police scene. Oh, wow. You don't quite know what happens. Yeah. It goes through and basically he has killed his dad. Oof. But the whole story, the thing is, this kid going through, his, I think his dad was a minister or this kid grew up and became a minister, but then there's a whole like life narrative kind of goes, starts there. It's like one of those Law and Order episodes. It yeah. starts at the end, has the flash and then goes through yeah. and then finishes. And so this whole melancholy story of family and place in the world and like having the real dark shit in your life kind of happening and trying to process that and then exacting that in the way that you know only way you feel you can deal with so looking at this song and the delivery of this song because it's very much the same style and stylistically they kind of ebb and flow in the record since but being in the same vein as this and the same story of like I could place this song in that record at a, at a point and go, okay, well this, this could be a storytelling device as like, you know, that dad's been Benny mum or or, or, or whatever this this narrative, again, I apologize. I don't know detail, but you could slide it in there and go, um, in any story like that. And, and it would fit like, you know, Life's tough. Life sucks in this moment. All we've got is each other. We may not have each other next year. Yeah. And then the next part of the story. So it's kind of um, putting it in that context as well is really yeah. um, kind of heavy. And, and the amount of time I spent listening to that record and appreciate it. And, and the story of that is really heavy. And this listening to the original that we spoke about, the Julie Garland version, seeing the snapshot from the, snapshot from the film, you can really feel that energy of the song being about that moment yeah. but not knowing what the future is but knowing the past has been hard future could be harder but it's just this moment yeah and I've got a now much darker not much more appreciation for the heaviness of the song after yeah. looking into it because of this yeah. conversation hey yeah exactly oh yeah that's my dark heavy bit about them yeah no I'll have to I, listen to that album it sounds awesome I did see that they used to I did see that they used to uh, perform as a they went by the name Vanguard and they performed as an extreme metal act with a penchant for Christian themes Mm. which they definitely exist but like the whole extreme metal uh, like Christian extreme metal bands like that's definitely a niche the Venn diagram is not big no like the only band that's jumping out at me for like the extreme side of it like there's you know there's your metalcore bands like your As I Lay Dying's, your Under Oaths, your Norma Jeans. Mm. But like the one that like comes out as like extreme is Impending Doom, which was a, I think they're still around, but like just yeah, like a death metal band. With, yeah. Or I think they were a deathcore band even. I think they slammed a bit with yeah, and they were a, they were a Christian Christian deathcore band. Sorry, when you said slammed, I just immediately went to Space Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> Come on and jam. Oh man. But they, yeah, they they did move away from both the extreme metal and Christian themes, of course, uh, stating that they are Christian people who love to write music and would prefer not to be placed under the Christian band tag. I think there's a lot of bands that went that way because particularly in the late 90s into the mid-2000s, the Christian music scene was Mm. pretty huge. Mm. And as someone who sort of grew up in some of that, it's like a lot of bands would 
identify as that not so much because of the fan base that comes with it but because it just was but then as people got older and that almost became their limiting it was like oh there are some Christians in the band who identify as that and like but we are not a Christian entity we just are yeah, I think it became... That became the catchphrase, Christians in a band. Like, yeah, good dude, shit band. It's the same kind of catchphrase. Yeah, yeah like, we are we are Christians who do... Yeah, who write music. We're not a Christian band, though. Like, yeah. that's not our thing. Is It's not about, you know, Christianity. Because there's money in it. And there are people who, like... I know who don't really care for Kanye West until they release this album. Until mm. he released his latest album. He's and then he's, like, getting fucking played in churches. And, like, people who are like, Oh, my gosh, Kanye West. You're like, his first... Well, I, I don't really count 808 and Heartbreaks as an amazing record. I don't really like it so much. But, like, College Dropout yeah. and... Um, graduation. Graduation. And then the Dark Twisted Family is one of the best records of the 20th century. Mm. Oh, well, hang on, we're up to 21st century for sure. Yeah. But the, at least the last 20 years, it's it's incredible. Yeah. And you forget some of the stuff he was saying on that. And while people change, yeah, cool. You can't just go from saying... And having themes like on Yeezus and stuff yeah. to being a, like, I don't know. I've just, I've just got some Calling yourself reservations. a Christian billionaire genius Kanye West. Oh. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's not legit. Like, I'm not taking that away. But pen people change and, and, and there is that. But, you know, you contrast his record with Kendrick Lamar's latest record. Yeah. And Kendrick Lamar's latest record is much more real. But there's a two different variations of Christianity in those two when you delve deep into um, Kendrick's latest record too. Yeah. Uh, Serials, not Serial. Um, Serial? No. Oh God, I'm blanking. What's the um, the, the podcast? Serial's uh, the one that was about the, the murder. Yeah. Or the, the, the Dissect. Yes, Dissect. Dissect yes, is yes, doing yes, it, yes. And it and they're going through all those themes and of his record before and there's a lot of it's two very contrasting variations of Christianity. And while we're not a, you know, Christianity theology podcast, one is a bit more, uh, you know, turn or burn. Yeah. And one is a bit more prosperity. Yeah. And um, it's pretty easy to see which one's which and which one's actually more meaningful and fulfilling and which one's a little bit more surface. Yeah. Well, like, he's he hung out at the uh, one of the mega churches, Kanye West. And Joel Osteen's church. Joel Osteen. let the folks Joel in Osteen. after the... Yeah, yeah. Well, like the people in during, what was it, the floods or the storms? Or yeah. The... Oh, yeah, I'd yeah. forgotten about oh. And so he's hanging out there saying your public schools should have mandatory prayers. And it really does, like, the whole Christian billionaire genius. It's it's sort of... It's not that idea of, like, being a Christian to be a good, a good person. It's, like, being a Christian to, you know prey on other Christians and making money from that. Like it's all, it's in the name basically like Christian billionaire. Yeah. And I don't think Christians can, I don't think Christians can't be billionaires. I don't think they're two words that are mutually exclusive, but I also don't believe, and this is my belief. So whether I'm right or wrong at the end of the day is whatever, mm-hmm. is that because you're a Christian doesn't mean you should be rich. Like that, that prosperity doctrine is not, yeah, no. uh, and if you do have billions, you should be giving away billions oh, yeah. regardless of your, yeah. And it kind of goes hand in hand. Like, yeah, if you're, if you've been blessed with billions of dollars, fantastic. What are you doing with it? 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, again, yeah. We're, we're getting into. I'm, I'm I'm dipping the toes into some like I mean, strong I, Christian theology conversations that are debated through the. And I mean, we're not. We're both not. You know. Yeah. Christians ourselves, so it's kind of hard to you know. Like I didn't. I didn't grow up with it. You. I mean, you went to a Christian, a Catholic school. Anglican? Are they the same? I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, slightly different. Again, we can <laughs> we can trace it back. I'll get my old man on the on the podcast, and that we can go back through the really like the histories of you know all these things and and the differences in the, the Kanye West yeah theology and the, but so. Dad'd have to listen to both those records, and I don't know if it's really up his alley, but <laughs> we'll get there. Well, let's look. I'm thinking a regular Christmas slot for you at the very least. Sounds delightful. Yeah. Anytime like, you want me back, I'd love to come back. I mean, it doesn't have to just be Christmas. Like, I don't want to. I don't want it to be like we'll only get you on for Christmas. Yeah. You'll invite me back in July for a Christmas in Ooh, July. Oh yes, <laughs> I like that. But um, that did not that did knock out the Christmas songs earlier. Oh, it would too. Yeah. A month, a month at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you invited me on, and we could do. Well, actually, it's the only actual true Christmas carol on this record, so that's why I yeah. kind of picked it. And being as an ocean, a, a great band and great guys, and um, you two are fine folk. And Aww. it's been a pleasure having you in my house and for a uh, a conversation long into the night about Santa and Santa. religious theology and um, We've had yeah, heavy metals. We've had some laughs. We've had some insightful discussions. Moments of contemplation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, faithful listeners you'll notice that we're not doing other covers this week because this song has been covered to death mm. and and but not just like little like this has been covered by huge people and it's like where do we begin and where do we end basically like who do you choose you just go to Michael Bublé and then yeah. you kind of can stop after that but like you got like you have your Frank Sinatra yeah Bing Frank Crosby, Sinatra Doris Day Ella Fitzgerald The Pretenders James Taylor, Luther Vandross, Sam Smith, Michael Bublé, Christine Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson, Ariana Grande, Whitney Houston, just to name Casey a few. Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. So where where do we where do we begin and end? We're just gonna Michael Bublé. It's easy. Start start and end <laughs> start with the boobs with, with with the bubble man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if anyone has some spare tickets to Michael Bublé, I would like one for me <laughs> and my girlfriend. Ooh. I don't know if anyone does. And we'll get one for Sam and Emma too. We'll go as a double date. Yeah, yeah why not? Well, look. I'm ready to have the char- my pants charmed off me. Look, you've, you've been a good <laughs> lad this year, Jason, so I'm going to pop into Northland tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put a good word in Santa's ear for you. No coal for you this year. No Christmas. coal. No. Uh, Unless my parents are giving you presents. <laughs> 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 well on that note everyone hell yeah yeah nah what do we think of this uh, I'm gonna say a hell yeah yeah I'm gonna make a ho ho hell yeah a Ooh, hell yeah uh, oh yeah ho ho yeah yeah I, I do have a I do have a question because we asked Richard this if you could make a punk goes compilation Ooh, yeah. what would you and I'm sorry to put you on the spot but if you could make your own punk goes compilation because we had this idea like I had like punk goes bond it's all James Bond songs. I would love to see that still. Okay. Rich, what did Richard say? Ooh, oh, man. You had Punk Goes Chumbawamba. Yeah. Punk I Goes Tub Thumpy. I would fucking love to see just all uh, the different punk covers of Chumbawamba. I'm going to go for something very much in my wheelhouse. And it's not surprising to, well, anybody here. I'd probably go <laughs> Punk Goes Football Theme Songs. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, that's that's a bit of an obvious one. I reckon you could pick that coming, Lisa, from a mile away. Yeah. 
I did hear a one of them. My friend did a random garage band cover of one of them, and it was not bad. But I feel like that would be a a fun project to do. But it obviously have to be other Australian bands or bands that yeah. But they all come from other songs, like the Brisbane Lion ones is French national anthem based off that. Oh. Carlton's from Lily Laguna, which is actually a uh, a Negro song from UK. It was called something else, but yep. you know. Um, so they're all from other places, except for uh, and the GWS ones from the guy from Cat Empire. Who Cat wrote Empire, it. yeah, yeah. Which is oh, great. What? Yeah, he wrote the song for. Oh, that's it's really for free. He just he wanted to do it. So oh, what a good on him. Um, yeah. So yeah, I reckon Punk goes. And then you could probably branch that into like soccer chant songs and like, you yeah. know, American football doesn't have songs like ours. It's, no. it's an inferior sport. So, um, <laughs> you know, you could do that. And then, you know, some teams have songs like I think Liverpool has You'll Never Walk Alone. So you could probably yeah. branch into like club songs and then ultras have their big chants and stuff. So punk goes like, you know, big soccer group chants, I reckon. Yeah. That'd be where I'd go. Nice. Cool. All right. So. Well, once again... Thank you. It's been a pleasure. If anyone wants to get into the Christmas spirit early, Jason will be doing Santa duties at... At Northland? Northland Shopping Centre for any of our Melbourne, yeah. Melbourne yep. listeners. Um, I'm there off and on. I can't promise I'll be there when you come, but uh, Santa John is my other Santa who's a very lovely and well-established Santa, so... Aww. Just say hello, hand hello to Santa John and he'll probably be a little bit confused. Does Santa John get paid the proper beard money? No, he has a fake beard oh. as well. He's a real body Santa, but yeah. a fake beard. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. He's got real hair, but um, he still wears the wig because his hair is quite short. Yeah. Oh, Santa John, come so, on. No, nah, he's he's very well experienced Santa and very lovely guy. So it's great to be his uh, understudy somewhat. <laughs> oh, anything else you want to plug before we let you finally get to bed? Uh... No, nothing nothing else to plug, really. I don't have anything um, specifically to plug All other right. than the sink to do the dishes after you hey. go. But maybe I'll finish it off how I'd finish off with one of the, with the kids. Well, yeah, sign us yeah. off because we don't have a sign-off. Okay, so. so you get the photo and the kids will be like sitting on your knee, kind of looking awkwardly, knowing what to do. You'll be like, well, thanks for coming to visit Santa. It's only 25 sleeps to go, so make sure... You leave some snacks out for Santa. Can you do that? Okay. Now, before you go, I want to hear your very best ho, ho, ho. Aww. You ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Ho, ho, ho. ho. That was really, really good. Now, let's do it one more time and we'll do it together. Okay. One, two, three. Ho, ho, ho. Well, thanks for coming to visit Santa and I'll see you very soon. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>